following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. We are back live across Michigan Hour number three on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. You can also listen to our live stream weekdays 3 until 6 at thehugeshow.net. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show to listen weekdays 3 until 6 and also catch the our replay locally on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game. Just search The Huge Show on the iHeart app. Podcast interviews, everything, same thing. Just search uh, The Huge Show, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. We began the broadcast talking about Jamar Hamlin, an update, which he remains in the ICU in critical condition in Cincinnati. Signs of improvement noted yesterday and overnight. He is expected to remain under intensive care as his health care team continues to monitor and treat him. So anytime you hear the word improvement, that's a good sign. Hour number one, we brought in Dr. Colucci, Tony Colucci, who is the Wings team physician and one of the most noted emergency physicians in America. He's part of the Henry Ford Health System on the east side of the state. Fantastic 20 minutes uh, with Dr. Colucci about saving Yuri Fisher on the ice at the old Joe Louis Arena to the connections on being prepared that happened Monday night in Cincinnati with DeMar Hamlin. Uh, you can hear that interview. Just search the huge show uh, where you Download podcast. And also, Dr. Colucci gave me some information on the east side of the state in the Saginaw area with the Saginaw spirit. Even before uh, the DeMar situation, they have their shocks and saves mission where they're trying to put AEDs in the Saginaw area through the Saginaw spirit. And they have a charity hockey game. I think the weekend of January 27th. I think that's the weekend, 27, 28, 29th, a lot going on with the Saginaw Spirit. So I'll give you those details for our listeners on 100.9 FM in the Midland Bay City, Saginaw area. And then on the west side of the state, the West Leonard Hart team has been very active in supplying AEDs, raising money uh, for schools, for gyms. They've saved lives, just like the shock and saves program on the east side of the state, Ryan Klingler, the Leonard family, uh, all of Fenville and all of West Michigan stepping up. So if you're a business, if you want to donate, awareness is big time off of what happened uh, Monday on that football field in Cincinnati. And, you know, we're all just sending out prayers that DeMar can get through this, but hearing that he's improving uh, is good news and Search uh, Shocks and Saves on 
Google, same thing for the West Leonard Hart team, Facebook, and you're a business. You want to donate? Jump in and help. Uh, good people. Saving lives. And you see the heart of America that still uh, continues two days later when it comes to DeMar Hamlin. It, it, it is. It, it's America through and through. Doesn't matter what generation. Tragedy strikes. We all step up. It's the greatest thing about this country. It is. We, we find a way to unite no matter what the social networks or whatever leaning media you prefer on TV tells you or publication. Because at the end of the day, nobody controls our heart and our head. And if you don't feel for others, well, then you have issues. And some people don't. But I'm telling you, the massive majority of America and DeMar's toy fund, which is it over $6 million now? $6.8 million. And his goal two years ago was $2,500 bucks mm. for toys for a uh, children's center. I wish this could be what we were on a daily basis. Not having to wonder if somebody's going to live or die or how they're improving at a hospital in Cincinnati. But if we just had the compassion for others and we put that first in our life, God, this would be a better country. I mean, look at the clown show in D.C. right now. They had the, the bearded lady was just named Speaker of the House. The bearded lady. It's a circus. Put compassion first. You know, I, I've heard from the NFL. I've heard everybody. You know what? I, I don't think from one politician I've heard anything about DeMar Hamlin, but I've heard from everybody else because politicians are all caught up in their own damn world. That compassion lasted four and a half minutes. <laughs> four and a half minutes of compassion. It's my it's a book I'm writing with John U. Bacon called Four and a Half Minutes of Compassion. New York Times bestselling author is standing by on the huge show across Michigan from Ann Arbor. Happy New Year, John U. Likewise, Big Bill. How you doing, buddy? Good. It, isn't, it is sad that it takes a tragedy for our country to look past skin color, religion, political affiliation, uh, income status, uh, money in the bank, how big your house is. It, hmm. it, it is. I, I wish we could find a way to do this more often without involving life and death. Couldn't agree more. I think one of the after 9-11, and kids today were born right around 9-11. I mean, you and I both recall that month or two afterwards was pretty incredible. Uh, but the spear was lost pretty quickly as well. So Yeah, it is what it is. But, uh, you know, we move on. And, you know, this week now we're getting back into some of the sports headlines here in the state. The Harbaugh watch is on again. Uh, this time, uh, multiple suitors. Uh, you know, after Sean Payton, probably Harbaugh is 1B on attractive candidates. You know, last year he said, if you have me back, I'm going to be here forever and or whatever. I'm I'm paraphrasing to a point, but uh, here he is again. Is this just a play to get the best contract possible with Michigan? Or as you tweeted out a couple of days ago, if he's offered a, a solid deal, is he gone from Ann Arbor? 
Yeah, I didn't quite say that, but I think that the NHL interest is real, and you'd have to make a few contrasts, Bill, to the situation last year. Now, before last year, 2014, when he gets the job in late December, to through the 2020 season, basically, the COVID year and so on, um, all the NFL interest in him didn't matter. It, he never responded to any of it, and I, you and I spent a lot of time on the radio saying, it doesn't matter, doesn't matter, doesn't matter. In 2022, this time last year, of course, uh, he openly told his recruits, his players, his staff, uh, that he is open to the NFL, and he flew to Minnesota quite publicly uh, for a job interview, did not get the offer. I think, in fact, I'm certain he would have taken it if he had been offered. Came back and said, okay, he's done with that, and now looking again. Um, made that very clear. Uh, in the meantime, this year, I think it's the NFL coming after him, and I'm hearing the same names you are, Denver, uh, Indianapolis and uh, Carolina, of course, being the, the main three, I think. Um, they're coming after him. Um, he's not flown anywhere yet. I don't think he's had a conversation directly. Uh, he also has an agent now, Brian Harlan, his brother's agent, which he didn't have before. Um, so all those are factors. Um, it's not based on, from my sources tell me, it's not based on NIL. Michigan finally picked that one up uh, the last few weeks. Um, a few million dollars in the bank on that one. Uh, it's not about uh, transfers. It's not a power struggle with his AD, Ward Manuel. Um, it's, uh, I think, getting fed up in part with the college game itself, and you hear that even from Dabo Sweeney and guys like that, uh, including the NCAA. It's been a constant frustration for Jim, I believe. Um, and there's also some basic facts. He's 59 years old, just turned in December. Um, it's a young man's game now in the NFL. They're skewing young when they used to skew old, of course. Tom Landry and Don Shula, long runs. Now it's a youth movement, and how many chances are you going to get? It's always been in the back of his mind to do that. And then you're also hearing from Colin Cowherd and others that Denver's offering $20 million a year. That's got to be a multiple-year contract, and it's got to be guaranteed. So what is that, $80 million, $100 million? I've never seen Jim make a decision mainly on finance. Uh, but it's hard to be immune to that kind of money. So they're all factors. Yeah, and you got that the competitive side of hardball. First, to me, would be you were a play away from uh, maybe you know still alive playing Georgia Monday night in L.A. for the college football national championship, and then you have the coveted Super Bowl ring where he was close and he lost it to his brother. Uh, I still go back, and I, I do wonder, and I know what you're saying about NIL and where the game is at today, and actually the NFL coaching job might be easier uh, on a 59-year-old than uh, you know staying young every day. I Taking that pay cut and looking at Harbaugh's personality and how he handled it like a pro, but you have to wonder deep down, does it resonate that you know this school – had, which is almost unprecedented for a coach and a school of that stature for him to have to take basically a pay cut and have it based on bonuses. Does that linger? But then you say your source says it has nothing to do with Michigan. So, you know, it's Harbaugh's heart in his head and what he wants, I guess. That's where we're at. Yeah, it's that and it's the general college game. You allude to that. It's, it seems crazy that uh, going to the next level would have less pressure. But I think in many ways it does. Uh, his brother, John Harbaugh, you know, in Baltimore can go 10-7. and seven. That's a good year, and you're in the playoffs, and see what you can do from there. Um, if you lose seven games in college football, you are so done, it's ridiculous. Um, Nick Saban will tell you you can't lose two and, and make the playoffs. Um, so 
there's more pressure in many ways. Losses hurt much more. You got to deal with recruiting, parents, grades, conduct, NIL, all this other stuff. The NCAA, as I've said before, and the NCAA has been a uh, really a constant frustration with the gym throughout. He's never quite said it this way, but the NCAA, as we both know, Bill is famous for hammering misdemeanors while letting felonies go, um, and that gets old too, I think, uh, for a guy like Jim. So, anyway, um, I think all of those are factors. How it all shakes out. I go back to my old line, William Goldman, of course, the film, the screenwriter who did Butch Cast and Sundance Kid, who did Princess Bride, great line, nobody knows anything. And right now, I don't think Jim's got all the information that he needs uh, to make a decision, and I don't think he's made a decision. So whenever you hear anybody say, oh, he's gone or he's staying, trust me when I tell you they don't know because I don't think Jim knows. John Bacon, New York Times bestselling author of Michigan Insider, joining us from Ann Arbor on the Meyer guest line here on the Huge Show uh, across Michigan. Now, let's say Harbaugh took the $20 million a year, five years, $100 million deal. He's the head coach of the Broncos. He gets a chase, his Super Bowl dream. Uh, the talk of an assistant stepping in and taking a chance on a guy who's never been a head coach, I don't think Michigan's in that position. Uh, hypothetically speaking, John Yu, if he left by the end of the weekend, uh, who is the right fit for Michigan to replace Harbaugh? Great question, and there's almost two questions. One, who is the best candidate for that job, and B, who is Michigan to pick, which may not necessarily be the same things. Um, man, my phone is blowing up with a few NFL coaches, quite a few college coaches. I'm not a regent. I'm not an athletic director. I have no input here whatsoever. Um, but they're all inquiring about this, and I'm sure that the regent's phones and no doubt Ward Manuel, the AD's phone, is definitely blowing up. And Michigan is in a much better place than when Harbaugh came back in 2014. So they will get serious interest, even from NFL head coaches, even from top 10 college coaches. Uh, it's still considered a very prime job, and no doubt it's in much better shape than it was 2014. And if Harbaugh did leave, he's certainly not leaving the cupboard bare. Um, that, you know, the team coming back, assuming you can keep it all, all together, is poised to do what they did the last two years, which is, you know, win a Big Ten title, beat Ohio State, and compete in the college football playoff. And they did a better job, despite giving away 21 points, uh, than they did, than they did the, the year before. They should have won that game pretty clearly. Um, but anyway, so the candidates will be national, be big names, I think. But uh, if I had to bet right now, A, if Jim leaves, which I'm not at all sure he's going to, uh, but B, uh, in-house you have Sharon Moore, who might be the most uh, likely candidate. He's the co-offensive coordinator, offensive line coach. They won the Moore Award t- uh, two years in a row, um, which no one's ever done for the best O-line in the country. Um, Michigan does like to stay internal when they can, um, and they almost always do. Rich Rodriguez, Bo, Fritz Chrysler, a few other exceptions, not very many. Um, so I don't think Michigan will have too big a problem there. Anybody you hire is going to be a chance. If you hire internally, a guy like Sharon Moore, uh, you don't know if he can handle that spotlight and that pressure. You've never done it before. If you bring in somebody from the outside, do they get Michigan culture? Um, that was a question with Rich Rodriguez, you know, the back and forth there. Um, so anything you do is going to be a risk. And about the closest risk-free chance they've ever taken was hiring Jim Harbaugh, I would say. So no more Harbaugh's out there. P.J. Fleck, uh, could he jump in conference? Uh, this is hypothetically based on Harbaugh leaving. Uh, you know, he's done a pretty good job at Minnesota. 
Uh, you know, yeah, very good job. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Could he be the guy that that high profile that that fits PJ? And well, I don't think it's a secret that when you're talking about Minnesota hockey, you stay at Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota football, you go to Michigan. Exactly. That, that's what I mean. I, it's a yeah. business move, and whatever the buyout would be, I, it's probably pretty healthy, I, I think, if I remember when he was hired. But in today's money and college football, yeah, that, it'll, be, it'll be interesting. My, my gut tells me Harbaugh has a team that could win it all, and you, know, you go out a winner. If you do want to then go to the NFL, you want a national title, which usually carries you know, a couple of decades with an NFL right. team or a school, and you know you were a pick six away uh, from still alive and playing Georgia right. for the national title. So if, if people keep talking, well, the NFL, he wants that Super Bowl ring, he's a competitor. Well, I think you're closer to a national championship ring than you are with a Super Bowl ring uh, if you're coaching Michigan next year rather than Denver, Charlotte, or Indy. Yeah, I mean, look, who, who hires new coaches? Not the Patriots. You know, not not the Steelers, not the not the teams that are always in. Not it. the Chiefs, and right? Right. You know, not, I mean? not the Chiefs. They're they're quite happy, obviously. Um, yeah, they got Patrick Mahomes, and if you go to Denver, you're playing those guys. So that's not <laughs> that's a problem. Um, yeah, I mean, whatever NFL team is going to bid like that for you, you're going to need three or four years to turn it around because chances are they got a lot of problems. And Denver probably has the most problems with Russell Wilson and all they sacrificed for him, and they're on the hook. Um, so. Uh, you're not walking right now. I mean, Michigan right now, who knows next year, obviously, but on paper, they're as good or better than this year's team. Um, especially the J.J. McCarthy, a year experience. A year experience means you're not probably throwing two pick sixes. You win that game. Um, and then see what you got against Georgia. If Ohio State can get that close against Georgia, and Ohio State played a very good game against the Bulldogs, obviously, uh, then how far is Michigan away? A year ago, it was men versus boys. This year, it wouldn't have been. And next year, who knows? So you're right. You're not rebuilding at Michigan next year, but you would be at any NFL team that wants you. I think Michigan's preseason number one in America. They usually do that way too early poll right after uh, the championship game. We'll get that next week. There's another uh, factor here that the new president is more pro-athletics maybe than any president in a long time in Ann Arbor. You would know those politics better than uh, most, John. And he is pro-sports, and he did help build up Cincinnati and what Luke Fickle was able to do and left that for Wisconsin. And Wisconsin moved fast on Fickle, knowing he would be a hot commodity in the open market. And Fickle could have been a guy that Michigan uh, looked at if Harbaugh would have left. But he's at Wisconsin now on the west side of the Big Ten. Uh, The new president's role and getting Harbaugh a new deal and trying to keep him there, what's that? Uh, that's a big help. Uh, you're, you hit the nail on the head. Santa Ono is the new president. Uh, only been there, of course, since October. Um, but he had a big hand in hiring Luke Fickle and giving Fickle what he needed to make Cincinnati, Cincinnati a college football playoff team. What are the odds of that? I wouldn't have bet on that five years ago, and only a crazy man would have. Um, so he's clearly piped into that. He realizes the social and PR value, the, the school spirit value of a good program, which Mark Schlissel had a number of strengths, a number of weaknesses, but his love of sports went unremarked. <laughs> I'll say that. He was no fan of athletics, and they felt that. He didn't really get in the way, it must be said, in his, in his defense. Uh, but he would not have had a hand in NIL, for example, which, oh, no, I think was going to be productive on. Um, so anyway, I think that's a factor there. I mean, right now, Michigan's still a pretty doggone good situation, and you've gone – You've won, you know, 13 games, uh, first time ever in school history. That's 
seems crazy to leave now, but it's a crazy world, so you never know. John U. Bacon, uh, it's a crazy world you never know. Could be his next book title, New York Times <laughs> bestselling uh, author. Just I'm search that one down. Yeah, just, just uh, search uh, John U. Bacon. You'll see all of his books connected to Michigan and also uh, other great reads. John U., Happy New Year. My best to you and your family. Hey, Bill, always a pleasure. Anytime, pal. All right, Superfly. John. Superfly. Hey, buddy. He does a good job. Superfly does. He's awesome. Let me know next time you're in town. We'll get you in studio. Love to. All I right. get there fairly often. I'll, I'll warn you. All right. Thank you, my man. All right. Take care, buddy. All right, John, you bacon joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics. Our Bud Light, huge question of the day. Where do you think Jim Harbaugh will be coaching? What team this fall? New Year, we can say this fall. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They play their home games in downtown Grand Rapids inside Van Andel Arena. They're at home tomorrow night, Sunday, and Tuesday. Tomorrow night, $2 beers and $2 dogs, 6 p.m. until halftime with the Grand Rapids Gold at Van Andel Arena. $2 dogs and $2 beers. I think Eli Brooks is on the roster for Fort Wayne and their G League team. And then Denzel Valentine, Sunday and Tuesday, coming in with Maine. I think they're like the Red Claws. So Denzel, kind of a mini state homecoming, uh, Sunday and Tuesday. Uh, Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Also, just search Grand Rapids Gold and follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And don't forget, $2 beers and $2 dogs tomorrow night with the Grand Rapids Gold as they take on Eli Brooks in Fort Wayne, 6 p.m. until halftime, $2 beers and $2 dogs with the gold inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top flight! It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. The second-ranked Michigan Wolverines fell in the college football playoff semifinal in Glendale, Arizona to Fiesta Bowl to number three TCU, 51-45. to In the ultimate Murphy's Law football game, whatever could have went wrong for the Maize and Blue did. Sophomore quarterback J.J. McCarthy threw not one but two pick sixes. Michigan fumbled inside the TCU one-yard line. The defense decided tackling for four quarters was optional, and the nation's best offensive line looked like a turnstile against the Fighting Frogs 3-3-5 defense. However, it isn't all doom and gloom for the Maize and Blue. They finished the year 13-1 with the Big Ten Conference Championship and a second straight berth to the college football playoff, as we may be seeing a former ceiling become a floor in the new standard set in Ann Arbor. The biggest question now facing the program this offseason is the head coach, Jim Harbaugh, and the NFL coaching carousel and circus that has already begun. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. 
more for your money and kick off the new year with Meyer. Start your wellness journey with buy one, get one free vitamins or supplements and enjoy delicious meals with deals like 80% lean ground beef for $2.99 per pound, Taylor Farm salad chopped kits, two for $6, and lean cuisine or Stoker's frozen meals, just $2.48 with Emperks. Plus, pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in store or online. Exclusion supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Now new customers who sign up using code HUGE after downloading the app can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Plus, everyone can combine multiple bets for a bigger payout with DraftKings same game parlays and with some of the NBA superstars right now putting up crazy numbers, you could win some big money with the DraftKings same game parlay. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use code HUGE when you sign up, then place a Five dollar pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win and get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets if they do. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code Huge when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at one 7117 21 and up in Michigan only. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash basketball terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back live across Michigan, Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We're the only show willing to tell it like it is. We're all about huge opinions, big name guests, Bud Light, huge question of the day. What football team will Jim Harbaugh be coaching this fall? You tell me, 1-866-838-4843. That's what 866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in. On that huge text chain, text the word HUGE, 21,000. Great news with DeMar Hamlin. Has showed signs of improvement from yesterday and overnight. Expected to remain under intensive care in Cincinnati as his health care team continues to monitor and treat him. So that's great news. Start getting improvement. And then the NFL, uh, when they get back to business, will they play that game? It has a lot of ramifications based on AFC North. And I, I know there's, I get DeMar first, but the NFL will go on this weekend and moving forward. And my best guess, and I've heard nothing, read nothing, is that there's the extra week before the Super Bowl. 
And the AFC playoffs might have to be pushed back a week and they'll play the NFC playoffs a week from this weekend and replay that Cincinnati Bills game. What that will be, you know, that again, the business side of the NFL over here, that could be for home field advantage. But then if they're going to play it, they almost have to go to Cincinnati and play that. On that field where the last time you saw those two teams with CPR and ambulances, that, that is a, that's a tough call. And, and I wonder, do both teams say, hey, double forfeit, whatever. I, I don't know the NFL business side of this. Because, you know, Lions are playing Sunday night against the Packers. The NFL has a full schedule this weekend. So that, that's the business part of it that I'm sure is being discussed. Uh, behind closed doors, Jeremy Reisman, uh, Pride of Detroit, uh, Lions blogger, insider. Uh, what's your uh, Twitter handle again, Jeremy? Uh, Detroit on Lion, all one word. Yeah, Detroit on Lion. I like that. Yes, That's sir. pretty good. You're creative. That's why we bring you on. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting to hear Campbell talk about uh, having a discussion with his team and how quiet it was when they were discussing Demar Hamlin. Yeah, it's a uh, it's uh, a stunning development um you know you think of all the injuries that you go through and and there's this culture in the nfl of just kind of like you know rub some dirt on it go back out there and play um we see injuries all the time happen at like practice and the cruel reality of it is that sometimes you just move down a field and continue to play and so um you know this this is something entirely different from that though and it's something that we don't see that often it, it does happen you know we there was a Lions game earlier this year in which an ambulance had to come back on the field to, um, to help out Savion Smith, who, who had spinal surgery. Um, but again, like this feels like a different category from that, and that's what Dan Campbell was saying today as well, where um, you don't you don't think about having to save someone's life on the field. You don't think about CPR. You don't think about those sort of things. And remember, these are young players too. I'm sure they kind of have a little bit of that feeling that, that nothing can happen to them like that. They're, they're, and, and so it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a wake up call for a lot of these guys, which is kind of almost hard to believe considering the, the line of business they're in. But like I said, like this is, this is it's not uncharted territory, but it's something that we really only get reminded of every 15, 20 years. The best thing that's happening right now is that, you know, when you're hearing from, you know, the bills or the family, uh, signs of improvement from yesterday and overnight, uh, you know, still in critical condition. But, you know, hearing the improvement uh, is so big uh, in terms of moving forward for the Bills, for the Bengals, for uh, everybody connected away from playing the games. And yet, like I said, coming into you, Jeremy, they will play the games uh, this weekend. And the Lions will be the last regular season game, at least depending on uh, if that Cincinnati Buffalo game is restarted or uh, they pick it up where they left off. I don't know how they're going to navigate that, but the Lions will play Sunday night in Green Bay. Yeah, yep. Um, and, you know, it, it, it feels weird to, to transition uh, out of that, but but yeah, like like I said, there's kind of that culture of, of move on, and, and I don't know if the NFL really has a choice, but um, yeah, here in Detroit, um, once you kind of move past all that, it is it is an exciting time to be a Lions fan, and it is a, a huge game, one of the biggest games, certainly one of the biggest season finales in, in quite some time, and to do it against a Packers team that's 
also, you know, has really more at stake. Maybe, um, maybe the same stakes. We'll see what happens in that earlier Rams Seahawks game. But um, in terms of both teams having so much on the line, I can't remember the last time the Lions were involved. So in such a, an exciting, um, you know, big stakes season finale. Yeah, regular season might be the biggest regular season game. Even nothing against Stafford when he had to beat, I think it was the Packers at home and the Lions to make the playoffs. But the buildup, I'm trying to remember where something in the regular season felt this big. And it might have been when the Lions, was it the 4-0 start that they had? They had a Monday night football game against the Giants, right? right? It was the Bears, yeah. The it, the, the Javid Best game, yeah. Yeah, the Javid Best. It was the Bears. It was Javid Best. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Yep. When, 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 you know, God, that guy, if he would have stayed healthy, you talk about him, Calvin Johnson, Sue Stafford, all young. Wow, that was a team. That was Lions' window that they never could maximize, and that's part of why Stafford uh, wouldn't want a Super Bowl ring with the Rams. Uh, as we move forward uh, to the reality of playing the game on Sunday, uh, the Packers are just playing out of their minds right now defensively. Rodgers is Rodgers, but that Packers' defense has been nuts. Uh, the last four weeks. Yeah, um, and it's really centered around stopping the pass, which should make for an interesting matchup because the Lions' passing attack has been one of the best, if not the best, over the past couple months. Um, You know, Jair Alexander is an extremely talented cornerback. They've got a really good defensive line. I still think they're they're vulnerable on the ground, and and we know the Lions are going to want to run the ball too. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. I think a lot of the reason for their turnaround, it, and it's almost kind of the same as, as the Lions, right? The Lions have this explosive offense just like the Packers do, but the reason they went from losing to winning was the defense went from being really, really bad to starting to really start to play uh, you know, at, a, at an average or above average level. And so, again, I think that's what makes this matchup so exciting is that both these teams are hitting their strides right now. The Packers won four in a row. The Lions won seven out of nine. Um, both these teams probably belong in the playoffs compared to some of the other teams that might get in. And so um, it, I think it, it's kind of, I think the best way to look at it is almost like a play in game. And again, the Lions might not have a playoff spot on the line when, when the kick, when the ball's kicked off, but um, you have to imagine they're still going to be just as intense in this game, just because it's the first time they've been on a national stage outside of Thanksgiving this year. So um, it's a big opportunity for them to, to really make a statement. Yeah, especially if uh, Baker Mayfield and the Rams can beat Seattle, then the Lions, it's sky high. It's, it has a playoff feel, and I think it still will have a playoff feel. Even if uh, Seattle wins that game, the Lions can uh, knock out Green Bay, so it it will kind of be like a quasi-playoff uh, game. And golf, though, on the road, compared to indoors at Ford Field, a completely different quarterback, offense, uh, Goff at home in the Lions with their 30-point games. And, oh, my Lord, they're right there with the Chiefs and the Bills. Just uh, they look un- they, They've looked unstoppable at home on offense. Now, can they take that outdoors? I know the weather forecast says somewhere in the 30s, so you're not going to have two feet of snow and a blizzard. But can the Lions offense be productive against the red-hot Green Bay defense and in Lambeau? Yeah, it's it's a good question. It's probably the biggest question going into this game. And yeah, the the, the splits are kind of ridiculous, right, between home home and away. And um, some of that, I think, definitely has to do with weather and, and not being comfortable in your home um, stadium. But some of it also has to do with just kind of the, the way the opponents worked out. Um, you, you face the Patriots, one of the best pass defenses in the league on the road. Same with the Jets. Even the Panthers are, are, are pretty good on the road. or uh, Pretty good on defense, I should say. So um, some of it is matchup based. Uh, some of it is definitely weather related. And 
listen, the, the, like I just got done saying the Packers are, are starting to defend the pass really well. So, um, you know, it should be a, a pretty big challenge for this team. And I, I, I don't like to necessarily generalize that, you know, golf is a good outside quarterback or a bad outside quarterback. I think, I think there's a lot of times there's more nuance to it. Um, but the, the one thing I will say is, you know, this is a Lions team that only scored 15 against the Packers last time they played, but they also didn't have DJ Shark. They also didn't have Jamison Williams. They didn't have Josh Reynolds. They basically didn't have their entire receiving core. So I'm, I'm really eager to see how these two teams are going to match up, specifically there with, with the Lions pass offense versus the, uh, the Packers pass defense, because I think it's, a, it's an elite group versus an elite group. Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit, uh, Lions NFL insider, joining us uh, here on the Huge Show across Michigan. I did see the CBS Sports tweet on Monday. Most 30-plus point games this season in the NFL, Lions 8, Chiefs and Bills 7. That's amazing, yeah. isn't it? Wild. Um, and, and credit to Jared Goff, credit to – I mean, you have to get a ton of credit to Ben Johnson and, yeah – I just remember in, in the preseason and, and, you know, the off season thinking that, you know, this offense had a lot of potential. They've, they've got a, a good set of offensive linemen and, and that'll get you far anyways. Um, they, they invested in the wide receiver position and, and they've got two backs that, that are, you know, above average, maybe I would say. And so if everything went right, I think some people were saying like, yeah, this could be a top 10 defense. I don't know if anyone really expected them to be top five in scoring. And so that's, that's a remarkable uh, achievement, I think, of, of everyone on that staff, of, of the players in the room. And, um, you know, bodes well. It, we went into the season thinking um, quarterback was going to be a huge question. We went into the season thinking, um, you know, th- there was still a lot of room to improve on that side of the ball, even though most of the improvement needed to happen on defense. And now the, the future looks pr- – I mean, that, that's the thing. Like, it's not just this year that they're playing really well. A lot of these guys aren't going on anywhere anytime soon. And so – Amon Ra, Jameson Williams, all these guys are, are going to be around long term, and so you have to imagine like maybe they're here to stay at, at the top of the, the offensive rankings. Speaking of the Lions team on the defensive side, is Aiden Hutchinson going to get NFL Rookie of the Year? Or does he need a big game on Sunday night on national TV? Oh man, I, I'd love for him to get a shot, but I, I, I think Sauce probably has this right. wrapped up pretty pretty strongly. I mean, because so- I mean, Sauce Gardner is not just playing like a really good rookie. He's quite literally one of the best cornerbacks in the league right now. And while Aiden, I think, is starting to play like that as one of the best edge guys, he's not there. He's he's definitely, I would say, the best edge defender in in uh, amongst the rookie class. Um, but in terms of, you know, he's not up there with the likes of, of Nick Bosa and, and, and all that sort of stuff. So there's still plenty of room for Aiden Hudson to prove himself amongst the rest of the league, whereas Sauce, I, I don't know if I've ever seen the kind of season he's having, especially out of a cornerback where, you know, just a few years ago it felt like we were all saying, oh, you know, cornerbacks, they, they take two or three years before they're, they're really ready in, in the NFL. And this guy is playing at a top-tier level Pro Bowl, All Pro level as a, as a rookie, and it's it's really outstanding to, to to watch and see him shut down the entire side of the field. None of that takes away from the season Aiden Hutchinson's having. He's he's having a really good year. He's probably going to come second in in voting, I would imagine, because he's making plays at every level, and and he's also being a really good teammate in terms of um, not being selfish the way he plays. I, I think you look at the way he played in that Bears game. He probably could have had more sacks. He probably could have played a little bit more aggressively, but he stayed true to his assignment, and that sometimes meant freeing up room for his, his teammates to make a play. And so a lot of that stuff doesn't show up on the stat the stat sheet, but um, I, I don't think Lions fans should, should feel it at all 
um, slighted if he doesn't win, and I don't think they should feel upset uh, about the, the kind of player that they have in Aiden. It's almost been a perfect season outside of the one and six start because when you look at the storylines at the end here, you talked about uh, the offense. You look at Aiden Hutchinson living up to uh, the hype as the overall number two pick, the emergence of a guy like Houston, uh, Rodrigo, mm-hmm. lower draft round picks, which again, Holmes in the front office. Yeah, you just take away one and six, and you, you weren't going to be six and one. This wasn't going to be like a you know thirteen win team, so we can shut that down. But man, if you just have that Minnesota game. And that Seattle game back, you're already wrapped up in the playoffs. You're talking about positioning. Who knows? Maybe if you beat Minnesota, you're the Minnesota team uh, winning the NFC North instead of the Vikings. So, But they have a shot. And if Baker Mayfield, Seattle doesn't have a pass rush, if they can take care of business, man, Sunday night will be incredible against the Packers in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Uh, Jeremy Reisman, pride of Detroit. Uh, look for him. And proud of Detroit on Twitter and online. Appreciate the conversation, my man. No problem. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, Thanks good time. stuff. Yeah, good stuff there with Jeremy Reisman. Yeah, we kind of like we got to start spinning forward towards the weekend. Uh, tomorrow, Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com and also the Detroit Lions podcast. Uh, he'll be in studio tomorrow and also on Friday talking Lions and the Packers. Our final segment is straight ahead. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer, made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer, IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast-to-coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Also, Tom has stepped up with $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. We played for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver. 
Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older than Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. singers and music it's unbelievable stellar job superfly hayes one of the greatest executive producers in the history of radio now if you missed any of our conversations today our podcasts and interviews are free just search the huge show where you download podcast apple google spotify iheart podbean and more just search the huge show where you download podcast and also you can listen live tomorrow at 3 at thehugeshow.net and also search The Huge Show on the iHeart app. Enjoy your Wednesday night. We'll talk about the Lions and Packers tomorrow at 3. Big. Bad. Huge.